good evening. It's an honor to speak tonight. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. After that wonderful worship time, I don't know about you, my heart's ready to hear what God's Word wants for us tonight. And so we're going to have a, a, a time of the Word, but we're also going to have a time of worship here at the end. And so I want you to just stay in this attitude of worship because we're going to have this moment of just release. Because today the title of my message is Demo Day. Look at your neighbor and say, Demo Day. Demo day, okay? Now, I don't know about you, but when I grew up, taking a hammer to just about anything sounds great, okay? I, I just, it's just about something about breaking things, you know? Uh, whether it's a piggy bank and you take the hammer and, you know, and you're like, yeah, it's all this cool stuff. Or, or if it's to a wall. Now, my dad had different opinions on how great a hammer to a wall was like, but that's, you're here nor there. But demo day is something that, that you might enjoy. Now, uh, Today might be a little bit different because we're going we're gonna to talk about Demo Day when it comes to our spiritual life. I believe that there's some things that we need to clear out of our life in order for us to live what this series called a built-to-last life. We, we've been talking about this for a few weeks now. Pastor Mike and Pastor Jim have been uh, sharing what it is to strengthen our families and strengthen our marriages and, and strengthening our relationships. And it's all so we can have this built-to-last life. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So if you have your Bibles, join me in the book of Matthew chapter 6. We're going to dive right into what God's Word has for us tonight. Now this is a, a passage of Scripture that I'm sure you know. Okay, but we're going to continue reading in part of the scripture that maybe you haven't continued uh, past uh, the Lord's Prayer. But, but let's read it and, uh, and let's see what God has for us in our heart. He says, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Would you highlight that? And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Now, I want us to continue on. Let's keep going, okay? For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Today, we're demoing out unforgiveness in our life. We're going to get rid of some unforgiveness in our life because what can happen is we can find ourselves bound by chains of unforgiveness. It keeps us from celebrating God because we continually think about a hurt or a pain that could be inside of uh, our heart that we've been holding on to for 10 plus years. And today we're just going to demo that out. We're going to clear it out because once we've cleared it out, now we can build a life that God designs. We can take moments where we allow God to just uh, design exactly what he wants for us and he puts it within our heart. So today, get ready. We're, we're, we're going to be in this moment of, of, of forgiving. Unforgiveness is, is something that can eat each and every one of us from the inside. It, it can keep us from a happy and healthy Christian walk. And that's something that I want to make sure that none of us lose, that we all are walking a healthy life, that we're all getting rid of these past hurts and pains. It's a practice and a principle that we all must learn. I'm reminded of, of this story of this little kid, okay? Let's just say that, that they're at H-E-B because they're at a grocery store, right? He, he's with his mom and he's three years old. 
And he's just, he's just being a three-year-old at a grocery store. I don't know about you. I have a three-year-old. She just turned three. And going to the store by myself with her is like going to war. Okay, you get strapped on. You're ready to go. You got the bag. You got everything. And you're just ready to go to the grocery store. So that's what this mom's doing, right? So she's, she's already had a long day. She's ready to go home, but she's got some things she's got to get from the grocery store. And so her son's running up and down the aisles. He's grabbing things. I, again, little kids, they want like 1,500 things at the grocery store. And you, you just, no, you can't have that. Come over here. And he's running down the aisle and she's having to go chase him. She's got the cart. So finally, out of her frustration, she picks him up and sticks him in the cart. And she says, don't move a muscle. So she continues on, goes down the aisle, and she needs some oil. So she stops and she's looking and there's vegetable oil and canola oil. And if you know the difference between the two, come talk to me afterwards because I've always been confused. Um, and, and, and then there's, uh, you know, olive oil and, and she's looking at that. And right next to the little boy in the cart is this majestic pyramid of Campbell's Soup cans. It's this beautiful display. And inside his head, all he's thinking is, what happens if I grab the bottom one, right? And so mom's looking and he's just, he kind of looks over at her thinking, okay, he grabs it and these things just come piling down, right? They're all over the place. They're rolling down the aisle. She feels embarrassed as all get out. She, she's looking, there's like three or four, you know, staff members that come and they're trying to put things back and the manager just looks at her and she just has this embarrassing look on her face and so she just grabs the cart and says, I'm sorry, and she keeps walking and she's looking at him like, I'm about to wear you out. Right? You know the look. Anybody that's at that moment, I'm going to wear you out, right? So she takes this cart and she keeps going. And the little boy in his innocence looks at mom and says, Mommy, do you remember when you taught us about forgiveness? <laughs> and through her teeth, she says, yes. Because anything more would equal a slap somewhere, you know? Uh, so, so she says, yes. And Mommy, you remember when Jesus says that he'll throw, throw our mistakes in the ocean? And she says, yes. He said, Mommy... When we get home, are you going fishing? <laughs> he knew that mom was going to hold on to this till, till he got home and he was about to get it. And, and there, there's this moment where he knew what forgiveness meant, but he also knew what consequences meant as well. And so today what I want us to dive into is this idea of what forgiveness means. If we're going to get rid of things in our life and we're going to forget about things in our life, then it starts with each and every one of us. It starts with us, okay? So let's learn from God's word because freedom comes through forgiveness. Freedom comes through forgiveness. I love what Max Lucado says about forgiveness. He says this, he said, forgiveness is unlocking the door to set someone free and realizing you were the prisoner. Realizing you were the prisoner. That person's going about their day. They, they, they're not worried about the fact that you haven't forgiven them. You think that you're hurting them by not forgiving them. But instead, you've just keeping yourself bound by chains. And you're the prisoner. Today, let's unlock some things. And that's what we're going to talk about. The first thing I want to talk about is unlock the door to forgive yourself. Unlock the door to forgive yourself. 1 Corinthians uh, 15, we find Paul who, who had this moment where he was having a hard time forgiving himself. And so he even mentions it, right? He says, for I am the least of the apostles. And I don't even deserve to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church. Paul's reminding himself of, of his past. 
He says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. Church, sometimes we have to remember that it's by the grace of God. You've been asked several times, are you ready to join a life group? And you said, oh, I, I, I'm just not ready yet. And all you're thinking about is your past. You've been asked, I'm ready to, uh, are you ready to serve in a ministry? Do you want to join the choir? And you're thinking, they would never want me up there if they only knew what I did. Until we forgive ourselves, until we demo out some things that are inside of us, we won't reach our potential that God has for us. We've got to get to a point where we forgive ourselves. We've got to come, if Christ forgave us, then we have to come to that point where we forgive ourselves. Our daughter Miriam, she's learning to swim. It's the cutest thing seeing her in her little bathing suit and she's got the little paddle there that she's using to, you know, kick and, and then there's like a noodle that she does. But, but the first lesson is like, do not die, right? That's like, that's like 101 when you're swimming is don't, don't drown. Uh, and, and so they're teaching her how to get to the wall. And there's this technique that she does. It's reach and pull, right? And so Miriam loves to reach and pull. She's there, reach and pull, reach and pull. Even when we're at home, she'll be in the car, reach and pull, reach and pull. So that's what we've been listening to the last few weeks. Reach and pull, reach and pull, right? But now she's learning how to kick. And so she's going, reach and pull, reach and pull, and she's kicking now. And then all of a sudden, she wants to see how she's kicking to make sure she's doing it right. And she looks back. And now her reach and pull, it starts to slow down. And, and her kicking, it starts to slow down also because she gets distracted by all the splashing that's going on back there. And that is so, that happens to each and every one of us in our Christian walk is God's trying to take us to a new level. God's trying to walk us through something new and we're just looking back at our past. We, we're stopping. We, we stop the reach and pull in our Christian walk. We stop kicking. And what ha- ends up happening is we start drowning. We start to sink inside of that water. And so her instructor's there and he's ha- he, she's having to pick her up and keep her on the right path church we've got to let go of the past so we can continue to what god wants for us in the future we got to learn to forgive ourselves once we start demoing we can't go back in that once you take the hammer to the wall you're keep going right you you can do some patchwork but it's never going to be the same we've got to demo some things So we don't ever get caught drowning in this life. We look forward because the grace of God can cleanse every past sin that we have. We've got to hand it over to him. We've got to say, God, you've forgiven me, and now it's time for me to forgive myself. Some of you in this room, it's time to get into that life group. Some of you, it's time to lead that life group. Maybe others, it's time to join a ministry group. Maybe you've wanted to help with the kids for so long. I'm telling you, go help those kids. They need you. It's time for us to keep moving forward. The second door we got to unlock is we got to unlock the door to forgive others. We got to unlock the door to forgive others. Holding an offense will only hold you back from what God can do through you. Our mission statement here is making new and making every single one of us is working to that making great life. We want God to change us from the inside out. We want, we want that making new and making great life. Church, our greatest potential for a making great life resides in our response to an offense. Our greatest potential for a making great life resides in our response to an offense. Some of us need to make a phone call that's been needing to make for 10 years. 
We need to tell somebody, hey, I am sorry and I forgive you. Some of us, we got hurt so long ago that that person doesn't even remember why they're hurt or why you won't talk to them. We've got to make a phone call and say, forgive me because I've been holding unforgiveness towards you. Colossians 3.13 says, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. See, that changes things. If I tell you just forgive... Get over it. Forgive. But if I say, forgive as the Lord forgave you, all I can do is think about the things that I've done in my life. And the fact that Jesus went to the cross for me. Who am I to not forgive somebody? Who am I to hold on to that for too long? It's time we forgive, church. We've got to unlock the door to forgiveness. Did you know unforgiveness can bring side effects to your life other than just your relationship with that person? It can bring stress to your life. Deep down inside, and, and stress has, has physical side effects that can happen. You know, tiredness, and, and it can even lead to depression when, when you're holding unforgiveness. Low self-control of your emotions is what can happen when we're holding on to unforgiveness. We have to learn, church, to forgive. So just like Matthew 6.14 says, for. If you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. It's what we should work to. It's what we should be remembered of. Right? When that person cuts you off in, in traffic, what's the response like? <laughs> but I'm talking about a family member that might have hurt you a few years ago. You're still holding on. You think you're hurting them by not talking to them at the family functions. It's time to restore that marriage. It's time to restore that, that, that friendship. It's time to restore that relationship and forgive others. C.S. Lewis on forgiveness says this, To be a Christian means to forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. Focus on the family says forgiveness is not based on others' actions but on your attitude. It starts within each and every one of us that I make a decision to forgive. That I, I, I begin to let go of this pain and this hurt that's held on to me for so long. And I become free in that. And so we've unlocked the door to Forgive ourselves and we've unlocked the door to forgive others. Today, church, our action is we got to walk through the door that brings forgive, uh, freedom. we got to walk through the door that brings freedom. Now, like I said, we're going to end in worship. We're going to end in this moment of freedom. And, and so I hope that, that, that as you've been thinking through this, this passage that we've been talking about and thinking through this, this message, that, that you've been thinking about the person that you need to forgive. Whether you have to do it within this room or call somebody, that you would forgive them because you're about to walk through the door of freedom. Your greatest potential is about to, you're about to see it because you're about to experience what it is to forgive somebody that you've been holding on to for so long. Some of you in the room don't, can't, you can't remember why you're mad. You can't remember why you're upset, but you're ready to walk through the door. It's our action step. We're ready to do it. We got to let it go, Right? Right now, I, I, I watch the same three movies. Moana, I watch uh, Paw Patrol, and I watch Frozen. 
And sometimes I got to practice some theology that Queen Elsa has and say, just let it go. Okay? Just let it go. It's not worth it, right? She even says in the song, the past is in the past. It's time to just let it go. I got I to gotta free myself from this. I can't hold on to it anymore. Acts chapter 3 verse 19 says, Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out and that times of refreshing may come. It's an about face that we make. Now I understand that sometimes forgiveness might be a process and, and it might take some moments, especially if we're dealing with it within ourselves. But the first step that we have to do is repent of it and we got to look the other way. Then look to God. Turn to God. Let Him guide and direct your steps from here on out. He'd say, but what if I remember what they did? It's okay. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus and let Him, let him wash away everything so that the times of refreshing can come to you. Would you stand with me this evening? The worship team's about to come back and, and we're about to go into a moment of, of just free worship. If you're comfortable coming down to the front and you need to just pray down here, I invite you to do that. If you need to kneel down in your seat or you need to kneel down up here, I invite you to do that. But today, let's just demo out the unforgiveness that's in our heart. As I was preparing for this message, I I began to read the book of Matthew. And I I was just kind of going through the things that Jesus said as I was looking through the book of Matthew. and And I couldn't help but get emotional every time I would read when Jesus was predicting his death and his resurrection. He's telling his disciples, this is what's about to happen to me. I'm about to go to the cross. They're going to beat me. They're going to do all this to me. Peter even tells him and kind of reprimands him. He says, don't talk like that. Nobody's going to do that to you. But Jesus knew. He knew what was about to happen. And then he finds himself praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. He's there and he's praying and He's saying, God, if this cup of suffering would pass, please let it. But if it's your will, may it be done. And he leaves and then he comes back and he says, I know that it's your will. So let me go ahead and drink this cup. Church, Jesus died on a bloody cross so that each and every one of us would be forgiven. Who are we to not forgive others? When he says, forgive others just as I've forgiven you. Who are we to hold a grudge anymore? Who are we to say, I can't forgive them. You don't know what they did to me. I'm telling you, Jesus went to a cross so that I could live. So that I could be free. So I don't have to hold on to my pains. So I don't have to hold on to hurts anymore. So each and every one of us can experience a making great life. And so would you evaluate your own life today. Do you need to forgive yourself? Do you need to unlock the door to forgive yourself? Or do you need to unlock the door to forgive others? So you can experience a making great life that God has for you. Would you bow your heads as we pray and the worship team's gonna come and sing. Father, I thank you. I thank you for your word that's true to our hearts. Lord, we look to you today for freedom. We look to you today for for a surrender moment, God, and we just ask that you would help us in this, Lord. 
It might be a process. It might be something that takes uh, some time for us to just let go. But God, I pray that you would intervene, God. That you would intervene and bring a miracle to each and every one of our hearts. That we would forgive ourselves, God. So many of us hold on to the weights that, that, that we put on ourselves. And God, you said, I forgave you. I don't hold that anymore. And yet we do it to ourselves. And so, Holy Spirit, would you just come into our lives and heal us of that. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, for holding on to things that we should never hold on to. Lord, let us put the power in your hands to watch over us and keep us safe. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. So at this moment, would you just lift your hands and worship? Would you, if you need to come down here and pray, if you need to, whatever it is that you, God's calling you to do right now, would you just take that moment and do that as we sing this song and we ask the Holy Spirit to just invade our life.
thank you that your Holy Spirit brings comfort and peace to my heart. That you can heal all things, that you can do all things and when I'm anxious or stressed or depressed, you can calm the storm in my life. Holy Spirit, let us understand your presence. Let us understand that you're around us. Let us understand the healing touch that you bring to our hearts and our lives. And let us look to you for comfort and guidance. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that that many let go today. That many of us let go of past pains and hurts. Many of us let go and forgave ourselves, Lord. I pray that we would continue that so we can live this built-to-last life thank you Lord Jesus I thank you for your word and your presence today in Jesus holy name we pray amen and amen thank you so much for being with us this evening thank you so much for worshiping with us you are dismissed